right, boys and girls, it is time once again for the Guys Weekend Podcast. I am Josh Henney, along with, as always, he is live on air. He's beautiful and fair. Brandon Parks. Howdy, everybody. Let's talk about the big news in the social media world that (laughs) pertains to uh, something you've seen. Maybe you didn't see. You definitely seen Friday night. Uh, apparently, there was an accidental dong slippage on social media. One of the drummers of the band that you got to see rock out with his. Hey, no. Hey, listen. Anybody who's under thirty, this is the first time they've seen it. They don't know anything other. That's Anybody true. over thirty knows. That there was a uh, certain uh, video out there. This is true. Um, And I believe the same member in question was also used to honk the horn of a boat. Mm -hmm. Steering that ship. That's right. You know, I I mean, it's taking the world by storm. People are... God bless it. Look, hey, if I had had a dong like that, I'd be putting it on social media too. (laughs) Yeah, accidentally. <laughs> yeah, come on. I bet you he didn't get a ban. <laughs> Fuck no. That's bullshit. By you, the way. <laughs> you, you put your pecker on there. God damn. Yeah, I'm getting swatted. FBI. I'm surprised you didn't get house. banned for any of your nipple pics from a few years back. Like your you uh, see that now? Uh, oh, your fuck. reindeer, your reindeer sweater with the red. It's coming. That's gonna be the next. Yeah, that's gonna be the next ban. Dude, that I'm still banned for another sixty days. Jeez. I've got fifty. Which one? Which one was this one? Uh, something I posted on a story. I shared a story from Instagram that had to do with, and it was it was a good thing for America. Like they ended up schwacking another terrorist leader or whatever. Facebook tried to label me as a terrorist, saying I was supporting terrorism, and I'm like, you motherfuckers didn't even look into this. Like, what are you doing? Whatever. Fucking you didn't guys fight will it? see you. And... Oh, oh, I tried. Forward that shit to me. I'm on a roll with Facebook right now. I, I tried. I fought it. I'm like, you guys did. You clearly didn't look at the post. Like it was not supporting terrorism. They didn't care. Sixty day ban. I wonder how many bans it takes before like I'm permanently like schwacked. Before uh, Schman and Schmarks actually has to take full reign. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll start shit posting more on that one, just to get, just to kind of take the heat off of me a little yeah. bit. You know, uh, th- this guy's bad, but have you seen this one? Right? Yeah. Oh man. So I went to the Motley Crew Def Leppard concert Friday night. I'm gonna say this: that was probably one of the best experiences I've ever had. Uh, yeah. albeit I had to go into down- me and my mom, my dad had to go into downtown Pittsburgh to experience it, which is a shit show. Shit show. A For anybody that's never been show. to Pittsburgh, it's especially on a very busy evening. You ever seen the, you ever seen the videos where the, um, you know, it's those, those fucking fake ass videos with the, uh, guy that sits on the stool and the stool drops and the pole goes up. Yep. I'd rather do that. <laughs> and drive through Pittsburgh. <laughs> that's that's fair. 
That's very fair. Yeah. But man, where did you guys end up parking? Did you park at the stadium? I parked uh, right by, right next to Heinz. Oh, okay. Where is it? Ash Ash Choir Ash Ash Guire, whatever the fuck it's yeah, called now. It's Heinz Field. Damn it. Yeah. Goddamn Robert Kraft didn't want to spend that money and having a. That was probably the worst. One of the worst. Worst things that ever happened in the city was Heinz selling to Kraft. Yeah, they should have they should have put the flag at half mass for that shit. <laughs> the hand job king. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so we got there. Uh, so the, the experience was open. well. What uh, what time did the concert kick off? Four thirty was when Joan Jet came on. Uh, okay. Classless Act pl- started playing around, I don't know, 3.30 or so. Classless Act was really good. If if this was 20 years ago, they would have been – they would be big. I don't have high hopes for rock music anymore or people enjoying rock music, the mm-hmm. masses. But they had a really good sound. They had a they, – they had a – it was very like um, kind of – an 80s vibe but the the lead singer kind of had like that sebastian bach vibe to him yeah all right um i i thought they were great it i they're 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 gonna be one of those ones i i i put on regularly on my on my playlist i was gonna Um, say i don't think i've heard of them oh pull pull them up they got they got a couple really catchy songs that i i pulling up my album rocking out to so it was classless act yeah. Oh yeah, right there. Solid album. I have a really good album from start to finish, honestly. Um Welcome to the show. Yep. Alright. Add that shit up. They um and then Joan Jet kicked off the kicked off the day. Oh, I heard she solid. did really well. She did yeah. do really well. I I feel bad because she started playing people like half half the filing point. So uh, I I don't think I didn't th- by the time she was done playing her set, it was probably the stadium was probably three quarters full. So I don't know how many people were actually sitting there listening to Joan Jett, but she was she was phenomenal. It was. It was awesome. She obviously, she obviously uh, played the hits, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I love rock um, and roll. And she played a, she played a couple. Um, she she's played a couple covers that she's done too. Um, Sweet. That were really good. Uh, the, oh, yeah. the, the the stadium went bug fuck when I I love rock and roll came on. Just oh, and hate myself for loving you. Yeah. Ugh. Those those two the the crowd came unglued, and then this is when I knew shit was going down. Poison comes out on stage. Uh, Everybody gets to their feet immediately. Yes, yes. Ah, and nobody nobody Love sat it. down their entire set. Albeit they only played seven to eight songs in their set, but everybody stood the entire time. That's fucking phenomenal. Ah, loved it. That is great. Loved it. Absolutely. Brett Michaels doing Brett Michael shit. Uh, ironically, I found out that the everybody, every <laughs> every band there advertised 
new albums coming out, mm-hmm. except for Poison. Except for Poison. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> good for them. Apparently, uh, apparently Brett doesn't want to share credit with Bobby Doll on any of the writing, so they just don't make any new music. All right, that's fair. I'm what gonna and I'm gonna say this, about? that they it's whatever happened ten years ago. They got into a fight on stage. Oh. 15 years ago, they got into a fight on stage, and I guess it's been and they haven't been like butting heads, but they just I guess it's a very professional arrangement. I mean, it seems to work, it, they, they didn't miss a beat. I mean, the videos you sent me, it's just like, yeah, it's it's fucking the 80s all over again. It's excellent, yeah. So, I, I have no idea. I think my camera just cut out. You're uh, frozen on the screen, but I still have your audio. I also just um, got I little... think my camera just shut off. Oh, I got a little tidbit that popped up here that said, oh, no, your stream's experiencing bullshit. By the way, I also got an email from, from that old software we used. Come back. We're running deals. Get <laughs> fucked. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking slugs. This shit better not start oh, dropping because we paid for this. So, fucking asses. No, I think it's fine. My camera. I was Part fucking around camera. plugging shit in the other day. You'll have that. And I don't know. But yeah, Poison was uh, yeah, was solid. Fantastic. Um, Cece has brown hair now. Seen, I seen a picture. It was kind of strange. Uh oh, did we lose you all together? I don't think we did. I think we're good. I think he's still there. <laughs> I just realized his name. Let's turn off this uh, thing here. <laughs> uh, family friendly show, there, folks. Well, that's, I'd like to take a second while Josh figures his shit out, or Mike Ock figures his shit out. Uh, shout out to a, a small dedication to a big man, uh, a loving person. One of the GWP crew lost a, a truly beloved family member in the past week or so, and he will be greatly missed by everybody. So shout out this show dedicated to Big Brad. I miss you. Uh, and next beer is on you. So, <clears throat> Oh. Mike Cox back. Oh, I, hear I, couldn't, I didn't hear a word you just said. That's all right. I, I gave a little dedication to to the GWP crew that we lost uh, this past week, week prior. Um, you back now? You good? I'm trying to get this fucking camera plugged in. All right. Well. Speaking of music news, uh, I'm a huge Sonos fan, and I just seen that they are releasing a new mini subwoofer. Uh, my wife doesn't know it yet, but that will also be added to the house. And I don't know why, other than just because I like to have my music loud, and it's something I could take outside and just rock the fucking house with. So, duh. I got to get it, even though it's delayed. It's okay, though. 
What else do we see here? Music news. I can see any music news. Uh, oh, Josh, did you see the bad news? While you're figuring that out, let me hit you with something else. The Harry Potter game got delayed again. Oh, you got to be fucking kidding me. Yep. February That's 10th. bullshit. Next year. Yep. That'll happen, though, I suppose. Uh, all right. right. He's got it. It's back. I think Good. it might be. I We're think I there. might be on a verge of something. We're here. We're getting close. Getting close. But yeah, CC CC Deville, yeah, fucking just shredded it. Just it's just an all around like when I hear the words CC, pick up that guitar and to talk, talk to, to me. me. God oh, damn, you know it's just an absolute banger, and it's just gonna. Ah, I hope they come around next year. I feel like they will. And I want to go. And I'm, it's going to be fucking awesome. Fuck, I'd go see... Yeah, I want to go see them. I'm really hoping Disturbed comes back around for that tour. I thought they were supposed to. The 20th anniversary tour, but... Poison is a must next year. 100%. Even if it's on a weeknight. Which probably will be. <laughs> I'm there for it. Slammered, showing up at work, right as rain. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Hey, it wouldn't be a Guys Weekend podcast without a little bit of technical difficulty. So that's always a plus. Uh, there we go. <laughs> We're all working through it. We're working through it. Like it. <clears throat> I, I don't understand now why the, the fucking. The, there we go. There we go. Maybe he's back. I'm fucking, frozen. Maybe you're still froze. You've got a really surprised look on your face. It's kind of awesome. <laughs> like you just seen Tommy Lee's dong. <laughs> oh, 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 he's back. A little bit, a little grainy, but he's there. There we go. You're good. All There's right. a little bit of a lag, but Jesus you're here. Christ. We can deal with that. I don't know. It it's it's about the rain here. There's something going on. I fucking so yeah. It, I went outside this morning and I didn't sweat my dick off because I lost my mouse and I realized it was in the Jeep. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's nice outside. I'm like, yeah, it's going to fucking storm. Yeah, so I'm here for uh, it. Uh, spending, you know what? I'm going to tell you this. I uh, my weed whacker took a shit on me. Last mm -hmm. week, it's been it's been taking a shit. I had the, the fuel line fucking sever in half. So I had to go out and oh. try to replace the fuel line. And it's just still now the engine head is just fucking flooding itself oh so well, that's fantastic i went to uh home depot shout out mm -hmm. to home depot for all your home needs anything around the house yeah uh they were they had a ryobi 
uh, that ha- has the different extensions you can attach onto it. Mm-hmm. Uh, eventually, for whatever you want, uh, I-, I plan on eventually getting an edger extension. Yeah, absolutely. on there for you know, it's not for me to stop being a fucking hillbilly and we're <laughs> over my walkway. But I'm going to tell you right now, the Japanese have it right. They sure do. There's not, there is not much technologically that they do not do right. That thing is solid. $189. Well, our <laughs> Home Depot went there, got that Got the a twenty spent twenty five dollars on a two year Home Depot warranty on top of the oh. three year limited warranty that uh, comes with Ryobi. Yeah, bought a uh, the easy it's because it's one of those easy uh, yep. wind wines uh, spools. Mm-hmm. So I got a couple pre cut lines because anything to make my job easier. Fuck I'm yeah, all about it. So I got that. That was like. I don't know, fourteen bucks for six yeah. lines, five lines, I think. Um, and then I bought the uh, the mixing oil, the ethanol yeah. mix to to put in. Mm-hmm. They had a deal that if I opened up a Home Depot credit card, they gave me uh, another twenty five dollars off. The dude at the checkout counter gave me an extra fifty dollars. I actually spent. I actually put on my credit card less than what the worth was of the fucking <laughs> weed whacker. That's great. Fucking love that guy. I couldn't understand a word he was fucking saying. I thought it was me at first. Like, yeah. I, it was the day after the concert. I was like, my hearing's yeah, kind of shitty wah, wah, as wah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> nope. My wife couldn't understand a fucking word he was saying either. <laughs> Sweet. But still, I spent. it ended up being like $15 less than what the actual fucking sticker price was of the thing. Can't argue with that. And now so you got a Home Depot also, credit card, just in case you need it. I it, love mine. I, they I, gave I me a massive there. credit limit. Yeah, it's, I, it's I, those high credit thing. limits are fucking. I can't. Mm-hmm. Don't don't do that to me. I'll mm-hmm. overdo it. I told That's my wife I'm, if I'd have known they were going to take that much off, I would have bought the fucking edger. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's where they that's where they fucking get you because that's how Tyson and I got our new toolboxes and mm-hmm. fuck I bought my circular saw and it, oh yeah it once a year I usually go in there and I'll. I'll slap a tool purchase on there. Something that I just don't want to come out of pocket cash with. I am officially at the age where uh, stuff like that, like appliances, mm-hmm. excite me. Yeah, same. Like I was excited to open up a fucking weed whacker that I have to do physical labor with. <laughs> Dude, my weed whacker. I mean, it's great. I bought a still, I don't know, a few years ago, uh, seven, eight years ago now. And... uh. Maybe not that long. I cannot for the life of me figure out how to consistently get the line out of it. I feel like it just gets too hot and it melts onto each other. So, like, I get two, three uses out of it and then I got to fucking rewind it. Like, I just you got the bump feed. Part. Yeah. It's huh. annoying as shit. I, that's, that's what I couldn't figure out. That's why I'm enjoying, I enjoy something that's the easy, the yeah. easy wine uh, spool because. Uh, winding it myself, I, first off, I realized until earlier this year that I've been winding my fucking spool wrong this entire time. Then I started winding it right and I still couldn't get the feed to come out. So I was like, fuck mm. it. 
I start. I I bump feed fed this one twice, and yeah. it came out perfectly. Oh, I was man. like, finally. I might have to look into that because mine. You know, you're supposed to cut two two arm lengths, and then you just kind of twist it, and it goes in. You snip it, and it's good to go. And it mm-hmm. fucking. I never get through a whole thing. No. I and that, that's what Tice was telling me. Is like it probably just gets hot and it just melts. So. Probably that fight. You ever felt the end of that fucking thing? Fuck if yeah. you touch it right after it started running, yeah, burn the fucking, hot. burn the fucking. I feel like that's a design right flaw. Yeah. What? What? What's the point of it getting that hot? It's just fucking turning, spinning. It, but it's not even like the um, the the actual head's getting hot. It's the fucking elbow. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, since we went, we just went on on a little side tangent. Since it took me fucking. 10 minutes to get back up and running on my camera. <laughs> the concert. The concert, baby. Def Leppard came out next. Mm. And I texted you and I yes. told you this was the greatest live performance I have ever seen in my life. I wish I was there for it. I mean, these guys are in their mid-60s. Joe Elliott sounds exactly like Joe Elliott 40 years ago. Fuck yeah. No difference. It's excellent. It, it is the only live performance I've ever seen where if I were to put on a Def Leppard album, mm-hmm. they sounded exactly like the album. Oh, that's stellar. Yeah. I've never I've stellar. never seen that before. That's Didn't cool. miss a beat. Now Joe that's Elliott's awesome. not bouncing jumping around all around the fucking stage like he was for well, he doesn't ago. need to. I mean, as long as he's delivering well, he's, the notes he he also knows where his strengths are he's he's kind of i i would say he's kind of maybe about the same size as vince neal yeah but he's actually he's a little bit more proportionate to his body size <laughs> yeah, so um, he doesn't look weird <laughs> but he's not jumping around getting all out of breath and shit like that yeah and yeah he knows what his weaknesses are uh, smart the, the best guitar playing to see a man with one arm drum is fucking phenomenal i like i i i watched the movie the uh, uh the biopic they did back in the 2000s on death yeah. leopard and how he transitioned to using the foot pedals instead of the other arm yeah it, Watching it live is something special. It is fucking phenomenal. And then they did uh, two steps behind. So they had Mm -hmm. the stage set up and then they they had it in the back and then they had a like a runway that went out. Yeah. They all came up at the front of the runway to do two steps behind. It's fucking great. Just fucking great. That's yeah. Ah. That'd be so awesome. And then crew came out, and that's where the night went to shit the rest. <laughs> uh, look, look, Vince Neil started off okay. Ugh. Um, I don't know if he gets some sort of like injection into his voice box to give him that high pitched noise. Because if you listen to him on like Sirius. I don't know if you've listened to Hair Nation when they do when, on the nights they have the stadium tour event. They have no. they go through and uh, members of the band will introduce songs and talk about the stadium tour and stuff like that. 
Vince Neil on the radio did not sound like Vince Neil on stage. Very, very it's an unnaturally high pitched noise. Mm. Then he might, yeah. So I'm wondering if he got like injections or something to make his voice stay high pitched. Could be. I have never heard a person with that high of a pitch voice so monotone. Like it, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, he's got something. Right? Like I said, first four five songs were okay. I didn't have high expectations for Vince Neil anyway. Yeah, yeah, I heard. But the first four or five songs w- was okay, and <laughs> it kind of went downhill from there. Um. Started forgetting lines. I, I believe it was no, Dr. Feel didn't. Good. He started forgetting words. Uh, listen, it, that's one of like your fucking your bangers, man. Like, it's how do you forget the uh-huh. words to a song that was your bread and butter for decades? And I don't know. I don't know if you've noticed this, like if you've seen videos of concerts or been to a concert that is you know something big like this the there are bands and performers that know that their live performances are kind of shit they try to compensate that with a a stellar show in other places the amount of smoke and lights that were involved here uh the the smoke i thought I thought I was walking through, you know, Magoo's living room on 420, <laughs> you know. And the light show pro- might have put him in a bad headspace when he if he oh, was on boy. some um yeah. some fungi. Yeah. But the Damn. the light show that they had and the the video package that yeah. was on the on the screens and stuff, they 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 tried to compensate for that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of bands and a lot of performers do that now. Where they try to get because they're getting older and it's just yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's not just that. it's current it's current performers now. Like I know I know they're uh, like Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is not known for being a great live performer or girlfriend. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, you know what? I hope she writes a song about us one day. Oh man, that'd be that's how we know we made it. Yep, yep. Man. But it, it they overcompensate with other things. God, it was so – and I, I told my wife when I come, came home, she didn't go with us. I was like, you would have in, in loved the concert until Crew came on. Um, they did uh, – you know, Vince Neil did a couple things where he introduced a couple people and talked about how much, how special, you know, coming being able to come back on the road after COVID and stuff. Yeah. Then, then Nikki Six did the same thing. Nikki Six is well smoke, well spoken guy. Hell yeah! I've watched then, a couple of interviews with him, and and, yeah. and then Tommy Lee came out. And oh did the boy! Same thing. And then he was like, "All right, fuckers, yeah, we've gone through this much of the concert, and I haven't seen a pair of tits yet." <laughs> and they came out. Nice. Nice, and they oh, put him on the and they put him on the fucking big ass. Screen. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And I was like, man, God, good for Tommy Lee. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's alive. he's 
he's pushing 62 and I do you, do you find it weird that you have two guys on the same tour that both had sex tapes with Pamela Anderson? It, no, I, I feel like that it was like a bet. Like who can do it first and then they both ended up doing it and then they laugh about it now. Well, to, Tommy Lee, Tommy Lee sold more. Oh, definitely. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which one do you think? I'd like to hear Pamela's take on it. On uh, which one was was better for her career or just um, in general? Uh, Tommy Lee was better for her career. That's I think they get them to make her more noticeable. Um, I mean, she was noticeable, but she she was that wholesome kind of the wholesome one until about ninety five when they started dating so i was listening i listened to another podcast it's mm. a it's a wrestling podcast and she was at she was one of the uh main attractions at one of the wrestlemanias in 95 oh, okay and the person that would that handled like the creative side and hand, getting everything doing like video packages and stuff like that talked about yeah. pamela anderson and they started doing vignettes and stuff in january Mm-hmm. For WrestleMania with Pamela Anderson, they were like yeah. she was the sweetest person ever. Nice. And I guess sometime in February is when she started dating and got married to Tommy Lee. He mm-hmm. said when they went back and the revisit in March, she was a completely different person. She was a bitch. She acted different. She was fu- just fucking difficult to deal with. I could see that. Yeah, Party life got a hold of her. The drugs and fucking. I'm not I would a say, rock star. I would say as great as Tommy Lee was for her career, I do not believe Tommy was that great of an influence. I don't think I'm going out on a limb with that since, you know, he was beating her. Right. <clears throat> yeah. And gave her fucking hepatitis. Yeah. Yeah. That's just me. Still fucked, though. <laughs> it, it 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 got so bad that me and my parents left while they were doing their last song. Oh boy, what they close with? Uh, Livewire, I think. Okay. Yeah, not really missing much there. But it was Ugh, pitiful. But good. other than that, I enjoyed it. It was wor- well worth the money for the oh, you know the okay. first three four bands that I will listen to. Everybody but, but Molly Crew. <laughs> yeah, but there, there's a dude in front of me, two rows in front of me, who was going bug fuck the entire time uh, Motley Crew was on there. And somewhere about three quarters of the way through the set, he just just stopped. Just stopped. Like he was dancing, had his arms in the air, and yeah. then just stopped. Oh. Turned around, got out of his seat, started running up the stairs. The buddy in the uh, row behind him followed him up there. It, they came back like two minutes later. They didn't go to the bathroom. I was like, "Yeah, that dude, that dude, you know, blue chunks in the trash can upstairs." Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> That's great. You love you love it when you can see it happen. Like, oh yeah, yeah. this dude's yeah. this dude's going down for sure. <laughs> so this got me thinking. With all you, you and I, we have a very eclectic musical taste. But I think yep. our first. First and foremost, if we had our if we had our choice, we're probably going '80s metal or just rock rock in general. Rock in general to listen to. Absolutely. Um, yes. If you had, if somebody said, "Hey, you can only listen to five bands," that 
the, for the rest of your life. Oh boy. What bands are you putting on that list? Any genre? Any genre. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who 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 are your must haves. Oh boy. Poison, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Um I would go Huey Lewis. Oh god, yeah. Because it's just a you know. Mm-hmm. I would go. Mm. I gotta throw some type of hip hop in there. I, I I'd have to say maybe some NWA. You know, it's kind of off genre there. It doesn't really follow, but I like it. And then I would go Shine Down, and then I'd leave that fifth spot open for interpretation. And I would say it would have to be just because I can't put my finger on what it would be. I know it would be some type of '90s, early 2000s grunge band. Um, mm. Some, you know, Blink-182, Good Charlotte, Sum 41, you know, something like Smashing Pumpkins, something like that. It, I just can't narrow it down to one that consistently has the bangers that I would, I would want to listen to all the time. But I think that would be a solid list. I'd even, I'd even take NWA out of there and maybe put like, mm, I don't know, maybe like Godsmack in there. Well, Godsmack. Mm-hmm. Or, or, or go back into the 80s and, and do you know, uh, it's tough. It's tough to choose. So my my list is pretty similar to you. You're more you you have a more of a uh, a hip hop uh, mm-hmm. taste than I do. I don't I don't I, I don't dislike hip hop. I I enjoy hip hop. It's just not my go to. Yeah. So my my I would probably go Poison, Def Leppard, Huey Lewis, and then from there probably Shine Down. Uh, I'm looking through my fight and all the artists I have on my. So it's tough. There's a lot. It is pretty tough. I'm trying to think of like, so I could I could take out the NWA and I could put in Collective Soul. As yeah, the they have, they have some underrated, Their whole underrated catalog of stuff. Yeah, something like that. You know, nineties. I mean, I don't know why Nickelback and Creed weren't in there. You know, it should have been one Creed, or two though, Creed, though, they only, I mean, do they, do they have the catalog that makes you go that you would? No. that Not that I have to listen to it for the rest of my life. No. Warrant. Ah. Solid choice there. We have to get Willis's input on this. Maybe let me text this motherfucker real quick. <laughs> he ain't doing nothing. It's fucking Sunday. Uh, Warren's a good call. I like that. If you had to choose five bands to listen to, but here, here's why I, I say. CC Deville's the most underrated guitar player in rock music. You have take take somebody like Slash, right? Yep. You know when he starts starts riffing, you know it's Slash. He's got a very distinctive sound. Yeah, absolutely. So does CC. Like does. I know when CC starts riffing, it it's it's CC. And then he just man, that's what I he, love. He probably went 
15 straight minutes of just riffing on the guitar. Yeah. That is and he, I mean he did oh. he did a he did he did the the opening of Eruption mm. from Van Halen just yeah. wow, it, it was fucking great. I guess VH1 Oh Christ, did a list of, uh like oh, 15 years. Huh? The top oh, 15 I lost most, you there for a second, but you're back. Okay. The top 50 most underrated guitar players of all time and I guess CC was number 1 on that list. Wow. All right. I mean the f- I yeah I would agree and then he looked like he was just he was just having fun out there playing and that's the best that's what you like to see especially you know guys that have been together for so long they're just they enjoy it you know mm-hmm. like you take other guitar players like Mick Mars like I don't have a problem with them but what what's really distinctive about him you know nothing it's not besides really... that he looks like. His cousin he looks like Voldemort before he got thrown into the fucking <laughs> cold. He's 130 you know? years old. <laughs> he also he, uh, they uh, he has a solo album coming out, and the guy Is behind it? me when they when they advertised it was like, "Who the fuck's gonna buy a Mick Mars album?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. Uh, he's got a point there. I mean, uh, I, I, I mean. Have you ever heard him sing? No. So is, what's it going to be? Just riffs. How 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 much how much of the, of the diaphragm can he get air into? Because he's not can't fucking stand up straight. True. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't. I can't see anybody anybody purchasing that. Now we're gonna have uh, to listen my, to it. My background is a picture I took from that. This is during uh, Motley like Crue's smoke show that <laughs> just just engulfed the entire stadium. At one point, before they started, you know, shining the lights through the smoke, they just had smoke. You couldn't see a fucking thing. <laughs> That's terrible. Terrible. I so I listen to um, a certain radio station every morning. I drive to work, 97.5 W-O-N-E. And they had a special guest on by the name of David Sparrow. And some, hearing some of the stories that he, he told, I believe, um, I can't remember what the story was he, was he was talking about, but he met, he was best friends with, um, oh, who the fuck was it? They were just talking about it. It was a... Uh, one of the guitarists and he, cause he was the original. Um, I, th- I thought it was slash that he got to know like real well. And they were like best friends because they, he used to do like, he was on an opening band for some TV show that was local to Northeastern Ohio. And they would have just like, uh, you know, four or five different bands on there. It was just music all the time. And he got David Sparrow at the time who was only like 13 or 14 to, start being the manager of Michael Stanley and was Michael Stanley's manager for a long time. So it was, it was interesting to hear him talk about all the, the influential people and the guitarists on there. And I'm pretty sure it was slash that he's, he's still friends with. And he's like, it's just kind of cool to, you know, be able to text slash and be like, Hey man, how are you? And it's like, that's really cool. It kind of makes me want to buy his book, which is called a life in the wings. He's, a 60-year love affair with rock and roll, a memoir. 
just some of the stories he could tell, I bet, would be, oh, it was Joe Walsh. That's what it was. He was good friends with Joe Walsh. Joe um, Walsh is another guy who's got a very distinctive sound on the guitar. Yeah. Yeah. So it was uh, just homies with Joe Walsh. Just cool. Hanging out. I'm like, man, be a lot smoked. of weed getting smoked. That's what they said. He he started talking about that. He's like, man, we were high all the time. He's like, it didn't matter. He's like, it's just, he's like, half the time we forgot most of the shit we were supposed to be doing because we were just high as a kite. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's fair. Man, if I had a, an honorable mention on my list of five, probably be the Eagles. Uh, one of my favorite Christmas songs. Please come home for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Just. Oh, I love it. Every year I have to listen to it a, a bunch of times. It's just a... Bells will be ringing. We don't own the rights, <laughs> but man, every time I hear that, it gets me hyped for Christmas. Will and Erica are clearly not answering my, my text right now. And Oh, actually, Erica might still be at work. Eh, fuck it. Look at your phone anyway. Will isn't doing shit. Yeah, everybody else does. Jesus. Yeah. Probably she just got people. a raise. My, my creator told me that... So, yeah, so Mike Raiders, he's getting all these excuses of how he can be back and be a part of the show, but Erica just got another raise. He's going in for another raise on Monday for a new job position to where he would be able to come to Guys Weekend earlier. He's setting himself up just to be let go, and I hope... Hey, listen, I, I was told by my company that, uh, Thursday that mm-hmm. they did so well in the second quarter this year, they're giving everybody in the company an extra floating holiday. Wow. That's cool. Next year. So yeah, I'm this, I've gotten more from this company in one year than I've gotten from any of the other companies I've ever worked for in the last fucking 13 years. That's saying something. Yeah. That's wild. I'm hoping I'm hoping by this time next year with the company now, since it's a new company, I've only worked there now for 11 days um, that it hopefully pans out to where, you know, we get a little bit more vacation or our vacation time isn't as fucked because every 40 hours you get 1.3 hours of vacation time and it doesn't like once you use it, it's gone. Like it's not given every year. So Mm for nine years that I worked there, I accrued enough to be able to take off two weeks. But if I use all two weeks, it's going to take me another nine years to get to where I was to be able to do that again, which is to me, is kind of shitty. It's like, man, maybe you should think about restructuring that a little bit. Cause you're not really giving any incentive. Don't get me wrong. I, I love my job and I love working and all that. It's just kind of like, I feel guilty for taking off. Cause it's like, well, fuck, I don't really, you know, they're not giving me this time back. And it's like, mm-hmm. either way, I need to use the vacation time, but, um, I feel like they need to restructure that a little bit. Same with sick time. We get 24 hours for a year. Uh, three days a week, I work 14-hour shifts. So I get sick once and I'm fucked. But whatever. Still love the job. It's still a blast. Still get to do a lot of cool shit, which is nice. One of which the... I hope is going to be a concert. Take some guys to a concert. You got you to gotta give incentive to your employees to stick around. If you have other companies out there offering better, better benefits, then more that. You know, that vacation time is a benefit. Yeah, you know, it took Three. me it took me two and a half years in my previous company to get any vacation time, Whew. and I got rejected on one of those. It's 
bullshit. That was that was cabin week. Uh, oh, I remember that. Yeah. Told uh, me two days before I was supposed to go. I was pissed. That was fucked. Yeah. Pissed. I was like, what if I had a Disney trip planned? Like, because that, <laughs> that was in the that was in a time frame where I was planning on possibly yeah. going to Disney. I was like, yeah. what if I had a Disney trip planned? It's like you're gonna say no. Is the company gonna reimburse me all the money that I spent on that trip? No shit. I look at it now as when I put in a request off, it's more of a, a notice letting you know I won't be there. <laughs> you know, like, I'm not asking for permission. Yeah, like I'm owed this time off, so I'm going to take it. And uh, thankfully, my job's been super lenient with that. And they give so there's a, we need. <laughs> I don't know if you've looked at the statistics, but out there right now. <clears throat> there are more jobs available than there are workers in the United States. Holy shit. That is a problem. By the way, we are hiring. And if you'd like to hire, feel free to shoot me a message on Facebook or any other social media. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I mean, I could see that. That's one of our, one of our uh, actual uh, guys. We GWP crew is going to be starting to work with us in the next week or so so i can see how uh there's a lot of jobs available it's it's wild Mm -hmm. a lot more and more more and more companies are having to take a look at the the way that they structure things um in terms of uh employee not not just customer satisfaction but employee satisfaction and there are a lot more companies giving into the idea that if you can get your customer satisfied and your employees satisfied, the profit will come in. Yep. So if you're lucky enough to work for a company like that, I work for a company like that now that is all about, you know, they, they have this they have this thing they want to get to an NPS score certain NPS score and a certain employee satisfaction score. And they feel like if they can get that, they can get to uh, a revenue goal they want to hit in a few years. So, Oh yeah. I mean, it it only makes sense. So employees are happy. They're they're glad to come to work and continue making the company money. So mm -hmm. yeah, I can dig it. Anybody, anybody out there looking for any of those jobs, I mean, those they're, they're still tough to find out there that you can enjoy, but there are sh- shitty people out there that <laughs> I've, I've had employees that I fixed internal conflicts when I got there and people, the, those employees have come to me and said, I'm, I'm probably going to put in my two weeks notice. And I'm like, why? It's like, I miss those conflicts. I was like, what? What? He's like, I, they like, I thrive on the dysfunctional nature of, the environment that dysfunctional environment that's a terrible i mean was it a good employee like well no really still- oh well then no Fuck they were that. like I, I i miss i miss the altercations confrontations. the confrontations that would happen and i'm like that's fucking weird terrible that's how you know they've worked a toxic job for a good majority of their adult life way too long yeah yeah that's that's terrible uh, i'm happy to say that with with our company we don't have Especially now that the split happened, we don't have a lot of those complications. We don't have altercations. It's a bunch of dudes that all get along. Everybody gets along with each other, and it's you know we all have things in common, and we all can just sit around listening to music and drink beer. And it's it's a great environment. It's a great group of people to work with, and it's nice that 
you know, everybody can just joke around and give each other shit and nobody's really here to argue or fight. There's not any of the drama bullshit. We're not going around gossiping and, you know, there's none of that. What do you call it? The water, what do you call that? Water cooler talk. Oh, yeah. It is. Yep. Yeah. There's, there's none of that shit going around, which is cool. And a lot of the guys are, are big, big nerds. They love video games and, uh, you know, so we always have something to go into D and D and, and Lord of the Rings and all that shit. Like they're huge fans. Game of Thrones, which House of the Dragon comes out, what, two weeks? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's going to be something. Has, uh, the Lord of the Rings prequel dropped yet, or is that next week? Next week, I think. Next week, yeah. Ah, I looked at some reviews on that and, and some people giving their thoughts, which that's their own shit. And I kind of agreed with some of them that it's not as... I don't know. They're not expecting it to be as great as what most people think it's going to be. I, th- so. I think the problem is it, it's, it's a lot like Star Wars where those fans have certain expectations and listen, I've come across this in, in on wrestling Facebook pages all the time. Everybody bitches about everything. Mm -hmm. Um, It's never going to be perfect to everybody. No. I mean, it's, it's never, it's not going to be perfect to like 90% of the people and they all have different opinions, you know, and the minute one, like they can do, you can have, a movie or a production do literally everything right. And you're still probably going to piss off at least half of the fan base. Yeah. And it's, and it's shitty. It's, it's, shitty. Yeah, it's an uphill it battle, man. Yeah. It doesn't matter the, they, they already got their money from Amazon. Oh yeah. And I think game of Thrones is going to do very well too. I think it'll be, I think it'll, you know, it's not going to do as well as, original series but i think you guys better enjoy it because this this is one of the only uh only scripted television shows that hbo is going to be doing in the near future so that's true hbo is gonna go downhill quick especially if all they're gonna have is documentaries because i do not i mean look i i enjoy a documentary that catches my eye but if that's all you're gonna be doing who's gonna Fucking no, yeah, you got to give us something else. I, I think they'll realize that and then they'll, you know, get their shit together and, and come back with, with some other shows. But then again, when's the last time we seen a show that was new that wasn't a cop show or a we're fighting aliens or um, a bunch of girls that cry together because they're on their period, stuff like that? Like, there hasn't really been anything original. And and I know they had that whole series under there of HBO Max originals. It's like, yeah, you got to give us something like uh, Lovecraft Country. I don't think they ever made a second season of that. I, I think they, they canceled did. it. I think they canceled yeah. it after so the first. I watched almost the entire thing, and it kind of lost me towards the end. And I'm like... From what I lame. understand, uh, that what that Kaylee Cuoco uh, series, The Flight Attendant... Flight Attendant? Fantastic, uh, huge fan. Uh, I've, I've watched both seasons. Uh, I thought that was it was good. It's kind of a kind of a corny show here and there, but uh, I liked it. And I, I know that they had talked about doing another season, which is super cool. I I do think that TV is starting to get to the point where movies are now, where they're doing a lot of remakes and rehash. 
Yep. Look, most of your money now is in in TV. Um, movies aren't making a whole lot of a whole lot of anything. I mean, you still have you still have those big blockbusters like a Marvel movie that's going to make probably a billion dollars each each film. But you just touched on something that made me sad for the rest of the day. <laughs> What's that? They're remaking a movie that they should never touch in a million years. With two people that have no right playing those characters. Leave it where it lies. It's an all-time classic. The most perfect movie you can (sighs) fuck fuck up. Just, they're going to ruin it. God damn it. Look, look, Jake Gyllenhaal doesn't have what it takes. No. He's supposed to play, he's supposed to play Swayze. Can't do it. Can't do it. I like Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, as an actor, he he, no. you're going to be compared to Patrick Swayze. Can't do that. There, there is no one that you could. No, just don't. Just 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 leave some things where they are. You know, like just leave them, leave them be. You know what I haven't seen in a while that I think would be really good. We haven't seen a uh, martial arts movie in a while. Jet Lee's and the Bruce Lee's and the Jackie Chan's and you know shit like that. We haven't really seen that genre take off to where it was like the old school, like um, what was that movie? Red Dragon, Kiss of the Dragon, mm-hmm. whatever the fuck it was. But shit you know like what? That. I don't even know how well those movies are doing in those in countries anymore. Yeah, because the hottest movies there are are the rehash and the remakes of the American movies. True. There. I'm just saying, shoot me one down the pipe that's, you know, action-oriented, and if, if it's fucking subtitled, I'll read that shit. Just give me a lot of action. Like a, like a Korean or Japanese John Wick, but with mm-hmm. hands and nunchucks and swords. and. But I don't even know. I don't think they have anybody... I don't know if they have anybody over there that could be as big... That, that that is ready to be take on that Jet Li Jackie Chan type. Sure. I, I mean, you figure I, it took it took Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan didn't start becoming popular till the late late nineties over here. True, yeah. And he'd already been making films for like fifteen years. Yeah, I, there's got to be somebody over there. There's got to be a diamond in the rough. But I, I just feel like they're not really exploiting that avenue of film, and it, you know, it'll happen when it happens, if it happens at all. You I'm know just, what I watched a couple weeks ago that I, I, I've been meaning to watch and never got a chance to until, you know, everybody in the house got COVID? The Foreigner with Jackie Chan. Oh, with Jackie Chan, his last live action movie or whatever. That was a great movie. Oh, I have yet to see that. He's not doing as much of the martial arts stuff. Uh, he's playing an old man. <laughs> it's kind of weird because he's playing that typical, like, yeah. uh, like Chinese, he owns a restaurant. And he's playing that typical Chinese old man, yeah. where he's kind of walking hunched over, some and and yeah. kind of like waddling and stuff, yeah. where you kind of don't think anything of it. But he's fucking a badass. That's super cool too. It, it was so good, so good. That's awesome. Underrated movie. Yeah, I have to check that out. What was that on? Uh, Netflix. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, I'll definitely have to check that out. We're gonna watch that tonight. So speaking of the movie that shouldn't have been a remake, obviously we're talking about Roadhouse. Yes. Uh, if anybody could pull off 
possibly being a Swayze-like person. I got vibes at watching Reacher that uh, he, he he's very... He's got a very Swayze-like delivery in how he does things. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think anybody could replace um, Patrick Swayze. Yeah, that's tough. You're talking about uh, Alan Richardson, right? Yeah. Richardson. Uh, yeah. It'd be close. I mean... Yeah. I didn't realize that he was on uh obviously he was an Abercrombie and Fitch model and then he was on American Idol. But uh yeah, a bit close. He was in uh what was that what's that uh show that was on FX the football? Oh, uh is it Blue Blue Valley State or whatever something like that? Oh, Blue Mountain State. Blue Mountain State. Yeah, he was fucking yeah. uh he he played a very stiffler Yes. Like role on that movie, yes. I keep I keep seeing the clip where the uh, where they're in the dorm room hall, and his quarterback is walking through the hall with a woman, and he's like, "You're not getting, you're not getting, having a getting pregnant by my quarterback." And then he takes yep. it, pulls out the condom she was going to use, pours water in it, and it fucking just holes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, so good. He was on Smallville too, I think, uh, before Blue Mountain State, mm-hmm. which is. I think he was. Uh, I think some. I think I might have read somewhere where he was supposed to play the original Aquaman in the later seasons. That would have made sense, yeah. But hmm. yeah, I mean, just 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 leave it be. Like you don't have to. Not everything has to be re fucking. No shit. Re release the fucking. Re release it and as a like a. 25 year anniversary in two years. Yeah. Or 35 year anniversary or whatever the yeah. fuck it is. Put it in theaters and just I'd go. Yeah. I'd, I'd get some acid wash jeans that are too fucking tight. Cut off button down shirt. Pack of Marbreads in my pocket. Not to smoke, but just to have. Oh, it'd be great. And just it'd be like that episode of Family Guy. Roadhouse. It's just fucking going around mm-hmm. kicking shit. <laughs> Yeah, I'm in. And then on top of that, I mean, you have so to, you got you, who who's playing who's playing Kelly Lynch's character? Ugh. Who's playing Sam Elliott's character? Uh, Sam Elliott. It better be fucking Sam Elliott. Listen, just just bring him in there. Just do it. That that voice. Listen, I I I have no interest in men. But listen, when he starts talking, my panties fall off. Yeah. I just watched Tombstone on TV uh, Friday. Excellent. Motherfucker's been the same age for 30 fucking years. I think I think Tombstone's like on Netflix, too. Oh, I have it on DVD as well, just because it's one of the nostalgic ones that I always have to watch every once in a while. Maggie's like, what are we watching? I'm like, just shh, just shh, shh. Yeah. Don't talk. Just watch. Yeah. This is usually what I tell my wife throughout the day anyway. Don't talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I said, you, you get fucking uh, Val Kilmer. It's Doc Hall. Uh, it's just, 
Was it Julie Michaels in Roadhouse? The she played the fucking she was the girlfriend or whatever yeah. the the douche yeah. douchebag. Yeah. yeah, they could put any big titty broad in there for that, I guess. Probably. She was in a Point Break too. Yeah. Just, just leave they, it be. Hollywood. You guys, you, did did they not learn their lesson from the remake of Point Break? That fucking thing failed. I was gonna say I don't even think I've seen that. I mean, I've seen the original, but I don't think I've seen the the remake. Ah, you know what? Instead of that, instead of remaking Roadhouse, make a Savages Two movie. Make a sequel to that. Because that was a good movie. Right. Give me more transporter movies with Jason. Absolutely, Statham. fucking blow that shit out like John Wick style. Give me mm-hmm. ten of them. Listen, if Fast and the Furious can continue on, why can't some of these underrated great movies? Why do they have to stop at two or three, or even one in some cases? Give me more. I want more. Quit giving me rebranded bullshit that you think is gonna get the today's age into into the movies. No, you're gonna ruin it. You're just. Ah. Leave Roadhouse alone, Hollywood. Dicks. Roadhouse. Roadhouse. <laughs> oh, I'm just saying that all day now. This <laughs> is start randomly kicking shit. Oh, I'm go- I almost just kicked my trash can right now as we were sitting here. <laughs> I just stopped myself. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go downstairs and just start kicking shit off the coffee table while Maggie's sleeping. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, that's, that's great. So, don't remake Roadhouse. Just leave it be. For Brandon Parks, I am Josh Tenney. This was the Guys Weekend Podcast. Good night. Roadhouse!